Blog Talk Radio. Now give me my theme music. Welcome to the war room. <laughs> we got Ted. Yeah. Kill. <laughs> Jimmy. PJ. We back. Yeah, in a hot block commander. Oh. How you wanna end up one or two hours show and keep the brain running with the premises talk sports on a national level. Both with the topic. Sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, they like the bad five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. The sports medicine and sports veterans and great. The four for 26 saw the war in Kuwait. Family, you are once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts. I'm the Bull Dev Mac, and you can hear the excitement in my voice because I'm back in the building, and I'm at the War Room Roundtable again with my brothers, B. Austin, the Hot Block Commander, Jimmy the Blueprint. Y'all know what it is, man. Like, I've been away for a couple of weeks uh, on hiatus, but I'm happy to be back with the homies here. Uh, NFL Week 8 is over. Week 9 is on deck starting later this evening with our Philadelphia Eagles in Houston to see them Texans about something. Uh, that other Houston team is still in Philly going toe-to-toe with our fighting Phils in the World Series. Some other foul-ish happened in Houston this week as well. So we're going to talk about all that stuff. So sit back, relax, and bust it up again with your brothers in the war room. The Greatest Man Cave on the Third Rock, Episode 651, Starts now. Y'all know what it is. You can get in on the conversation yourself. All you got to do is sign in right now to the Bodyhood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room. Or you could join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports. Uh, Instagram as well. Hey, we post photos. <laughs> we'll be taking your calls also in about 30 minutes on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. That number, as usual, is 323 Zero zero one two. What up, fam? Bam, yo! It's good to be back with the brothers, man. How y'all? Yo, all I got to say, Mazel Tov, Shalom to my brothers, <laughs> and uh, yo, we gotta find a way to stop this violence, man. It's, yo, we it's definitely getting do. out of hand. We gotta, we gotta figure out a way to offset the violence because these little niggas quick to take off. People need stuff to do. I mean, that's why I've been going for the last three or four weeks, man. Yeah, I know. I I see what you did there. That was bars. That was bars. (laughs) They definitely got to find stuff to do, man. Um, Like I said, the last three or four weeks I've been out. My son's school baseball season, little microwave season. They have Tuesdays and Thursdays. They barely practice. (laughs) I think they they were counting on the fact that most of the players play baseball elsewhere, real baseball. So they ain't need to practice. Um, little dudes made it to the uh, the semis, man. Made it to the, to World the final Series? four. <laughs> made it to the final four. Of the county lost to a team that they beat earlier in the in the in the regular season. Actually, a team yeah, that sucks. his school hadn't beaten in six years. They hadn't beaten them since Chase was five years old. Um, they beat them in the regular season, but those dudes came back for blood in the postseason. Smashed them uh, for a trip to the chip. But, you know, shout out to, to, to his, his school, his squad, Benjamin Tasker Middle School. B, like you said, B-T. man, this, 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 uh, the violence got to stop, man. We talked about it in the open, man. Some foul stuff happened in Houston this week. Uh, rapper Takeoff from the Migos was shot and killed 
because of an altercation at a dice game that he really didn't have anything to do with, reportedly, allegedly. Um, Yo, my man was off in the corner. Yeah, it sounds like his homie Quavo was wilding out with somebody. The guns got drawn. Shots bust off. And from what people are actually saying on the Internet, Homies couldn't he aim. got struck dead with a bullet from his own people. He, I, I, they said he was shot twice. The second one hit him was from, you know, enemy gunfire. But they said the kill shot to the head was from one of their own people. So I wonder how they feel about that. I wonder how Quavo feels about that. You know what I'm saying? Wow, and now that was the original story. Now they, now they got a whole different story. What's the, what's the I don't new, know what the truth is, man. What's, what's the, the new story? The new story? The new story is that even it had nothing to do with Quavo either. It was it was two other folks, and they were trying to like you know kind of like stop it. Like I don't know, man. Um, oh, well, you know, you hear all cell kinds phone of footage is crazy. I actually saw a video where it looked like Quavo started to wild out. I don't know if it was like him being the main character in it, but they did though these videos show Quavo arguing a little bit. Yo, so I don't, you know, Quavo's maybe a little big somebody they that can't really fight. They got a real big mouth. Yeah, so but, but maybe trouble. somebody they were with felt protective and, and, and set it off. But Quavo was definitely yeah, arguing. Yeah, so I, I, I've heard a couple of different stories, like, uh, uh, you know, so, and I've seen, like, a thing from people that were there. So, I mean, I don't know what the truth is. fact of the matter is, it shouldn't have happened regardless. Boy's dead. I mean, yeah, yeah man, like, you, you should be able to walk freely. Um, Again, life is all about maps, so the probability of things happening to you are higher at other places than they are others. Yeah. But at the end of yeah. the day, man, like, my boy, the dude wasn't harmed. Yo, the funny thing is, he's the most, like, laid-back member of their whole crew. My guy barely speaks. Like, he only talks right. ad-libs. Like, yo, he don't even say nothing. He don't even, he's just there. Yo, he don't Mama. bother nobody. He don't, like, yo, yo, he don't bother yo, nobody. He was, yo, he was, you like, never see him nice. nobody. he was, like, big nice to the Lost Boys. <laughs> yo, he keeps to himself, yo. Like that's yo, the crazy Jimmy part. Like, that, this is the that one that Breakfast Club uh, uh, interview where dude literally only answered questions and ad libs. Like he didn't yeah, say much like, the whole time. Yo, like Woo! he don't even bother nobody, Mama. man. No, he don't, yo, he's the like, most unbothered dude, man. But don't it happen like that a lot, though, man? It's always the one. It's always the yeah. dude that shouldn't. Who, who wasn't the dude that yeah, shouldn't you know, get it? Right. Right. I mean, not to say that anybody should. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And like Jim said, like, far, bro, like, cause my thing nobody is like, can get it, Paul. I'm my, like, my bad, I'm insensitive. Status is too high at the moment. They're too rich to be out here in some, some hood dice game. But at the same time, you still should be able to play in a hood dice game and not lose your life. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yo, but they weren't even – so the thing is, they weren't even in the hood, though. You got to be careful, they they no, I, a, I'm, a no, no, no. I, I don't necessarily mean in the hood, but, you know, to break out a dice game, the yeah. hood, bowling alley or something, that's some hood shit. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah that's like, true, because you, like you don't go to the bowling alley to gamble. Like, it's not a gambling yeah. spot. Remember the, 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 the photos we saw on, online a couple, like last week, the Bulls in Memphis, front yeah. row at the, at the Grizzlies game? They were game. trying to get it in right, right, at, right at the Grizzlies game. <laughs> right, like rolling dice right at on the side. I guess, I guess they figure they safe. Right, right. But that's see, that's the thing. Like you know, they at the game. They not in the hood. Pop that's some hood ish. Job pop usher probably was going to jump in. If, if they didn't stop, <laughs> if they didn't stop it, if job the pop was didn't stop. Talking about job pop was bank. Oh, he started that shit. Probably. 
Yeah, so Yo, we're going to talk about one day. We're going to talk off. about how, how John Moran how John Moran has been elevated to, like, um, superstar status. My dude gets away with every call, dog. Yeah. Every call. He gets every foul call, and he gets uh, he gets away with every carry and every, you know, like, it, he gets he gets calls that oh, Steph get already. He do a lot of carrying, too. Somebody put, somebody, somebody put the phone call in, like, he, he the one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he carries the ball a lot. He next. He next. Yeah, but uh, R.I.P. To, to to take off, I can't really say he had any kind of you know impact on my life. I can't name a Migos song like if bad, somebody bad had a boot. gun to my head. Bad, yeah, bad I, I actually I could name that, but if it came on, I wouldn't know it was that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, raindrop. I just hear drop, that drop. all the time. Like, oh, that's Migos. Text on your like, in the hot box. People people write art. People people write articles like that. Uh, Migos, comma the bad and bougie rappers, like that's their one, I guess. <laughs> so oh, yeah, I can name that's that. Their, that's their top. But if that song came on, I like somebody would have to tell me, and I would be like, "Oh, this Versace, is bad Versace, and bougie." Versace, Versace, Versace. Oh, that's that's <laughs> sex on your bitch here, thot thot. No, that's their other song. Versace, Versace. And the funny thing is, I've never heard that song. <laughs> I heard Dre saying it on um on Blackish. Versace, 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 okay. Versace. So you know, I assumed it was. I mean, that shows you know, that shows that shows impact the culture. Like they're oh, yeah. not they're not in our yeah. generation, not even close to it. But yeah, to the fact of the matter is, like, some people would consider them one of the. the I've seen this one yo, of the greatest hip hop groups of all yo, time. They was yeah, I mean, people, super duper people, young bulls when we was in college. People acting like, like, like you, if you like, there's people out there acting like I mean, fuck that again. I mean, but they do that. Well, because the thing is, you, everybody's a market. It all depends upon how you judge things, right? You judge it from 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 like success in terms of um, accomplishments and money, like you know the, the Grammys, the, the the awards and the money. They got right. that um, Yo, cultural relevance. Like, you know, you, you talk about them being mentioned on a, a, a you know a network TV show, so they got that too. Yeah. Like they Plus, have a but, look, but wasn't like, you know, it? Wasn't it like them? Well, I guess Future maybe first, but Future and Migos that kind of ushered in like a certain sound. Like I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, asking because I don't know. I mean, they all no, they, no. To be honest, though, it's like, they all they Atlanta all the Lil Wayne. They all Lil Wayne. They all Lil Wayne sons. I mean, they all, as he yeah, told you, he's the apex. He's the apex, as he told you. Except for the, he's except the, the apex and like, Because I've come around to that. Really, I've come around to that. You know, recently, like you know, I, I didn't used to give him a chance, but. Lil Wayne do got bought. Oh yeah, they all his kids. He he ushered in a whole generation. They all his kids. It, yeah. He just told him how to mumble. Yo, and I'm not, I'm not being funny. I'm, I'm not just being funny. These dudes, the listeners, these dudes are ignorant, so they're gonna laugh. <laughs> but but Lil Wayne's bars de- depend on how much cough syrup he drank. Like that's it, man. Lil Wayne said, "Hey, we're man. gonna laugh." <laughs> you know we. <laughs> Listen. Yo, I don't even listen to, to Rick Ross and cool. I only listen to Wayne and Jay. Yeah, he, Rick, they, Rick Ross yeah, he wasted his time. But yeah, I think Khaled might have like, called him for that. Yeah, or either, you know, yeah, he, I just don't think he's even on the bar level for that. But secondly, I just think Khaled just took his verse and didn't tell him. He probably ain't telling him who else was on it. He probably ain't telling him what they did. Rick Ross is the master. Yo, Rick Ross, Rick Ross is like the greatest anything. producer. He's the greatest producer of all time. Like his, his. No, listen, Yo, no, hear me out, though. Hear me out, though. 
because his you know, beat selection is what really makes him, and he, and he, he talks that luxury. He talks, he talks luxury amazing. rap, and he has amazing beats. But anytime he gets on a track with like one of the uh, one of the upper echelon folks, he gets washed all the time. Like, yeah, I mean know, he, gets, he got washed. Basically gets exposed. Even on his own stuff, the when low. the beat is like that, and he talking that stuff, you might want to hear. When you really look at it, like he's never saying like his concepts nah, never he, complex he, he or anything. Mad. He is mad. He's mad. He just mad. I know for <laughs> a fact. I know. But, but, I know but for here's a the fact. thing though. And, and yo, Bo wants to be a lyricist, yo. Same content though, every time though. You could tell Rick, but like, here's Rick, the thing, this though. song is about um your mom uh being on drugs and getting off drugs and yo, cocaine. Yo, and, and he on a joint, yo, he on a joint with Nas, the uh, accident murderer joint, and they talking yeah, about accident yo. murderers, and he come on talking about like yo about sort of nothing. champagne or something. He, yo, he's not following the theme of the song. Yeah, he I'm like that wasn't the theme of the song. He can't do that. That wasn't that yo, was not the I'm, theme of the song, beloved. Yo, they can put I'm Rick laughing, Ross I'm like, yo, laughing. we doing a pot tribute, we doing a Dear Mama twenty twenty two and he'll start talking about Coke. No, he gonna he gonna get off he gonna get off a Mayback bar and a champagne bar. Yo, a Mayback <laughs> and a and a Coke Listen, yo, listen, listen I'm laughing this, because the funny push thing your, is yo, push a ton push I, a ton is my is my ignorant indulgence and he's so far superior to Ross, but they must be homies. Because he puts them on two or three songs in the album, and it's laughable. I'm telling you, it's the executive producer. Rock, He's probably the best executive producer in hip-hop. Like, yo, his, 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 beat, yo, selection, his beat selection yo, is immaculate. His beat selection mm-hmm. is immaculate. Like, he, Every but the day I'm hustling, hustling. He got washed by Drake like once a quarter. Oh, he yeah. Gets, um, yo, Drake, yo. He gets washed. Drake. He, gets, he got washed by yo, Wayne Drake about a good four or five times. He gets washed by Jay-Z on. every album. Yo, and shout out to is, Skyview. Listen, listen, you can tell both things he's really spitting it. Like, yo, but he really, thing, really wants Austin. to be a here's, here's the fact, though. The fact of the matter is, he got a song with all them dudes we naming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, shout out to Skyview. <laughs> he said egregious, only because it's been a while since someone said egregious. <laughs> yeah, that's how you know Skyview has <laughs> been rocking with us for a long time, because egregious used, that to, be used to be a buzzword. They used to be one of PJ's words. Yeah, yeah Regis was PJ's words. And I'm pretty sure and 80% of the fans. people that listen to us now don't even know who PJ is. <laughs> Ain't heard that name or, or just wasn't around when all that was happening. But shout out to these guys. He also said, R.I.P. Ray Guy, the only punter I've ever pretended to be. Um, I don't think I've ever pretended to be a punter. I think the only one I ever even cared about, though, was the black boy. Gavi, you was corny. No, well, no, no, what was the black no. boy he used to punt with his watch on? Y'all remember that? <laughs> Yo, I, Yo, my I man had somewhere to be. <laughs> Y'all remember what I'm talking about, though? Who did he play for? Yeah. Skyview. Yeah, uh, the Dolph- was it the Dolphins? Was it, the Dolphins? It, might, it was either the Dolphins or the Cardinals. I think it was the Dolphins. Let me see. Uh, Reggie Roby. Dolphins, you're right. Reggie, Reggie Roby. Roby. with his watch on. I don't know if he was timing his kicks before, because, you know, that was back in the day before they was timing hang time. He was like, I'm going to do this myself. Or, like him said, like, yo, yo, y'all got, like, a few minutes to, y'all got to start scoring some touchdowns because I can't punt after 3 o'clock. I got to go. Reggie Roby went to the combine and had the nerve to run like a 4-5 and was a punter. <laughs> he was <laughs> like, black, man. We superior. Oh, yeah, it's true. 
All right, man. So when we get together, we always we off on a tangent. It's like six thirty, and we still talking about nothing. So we ain't started right. the show yet. All right, for takeoff, man. But y'all know before we do get started, we just gotta remind you that whether you're with us live or not, at any time on demand, you can still check out archive episodes of our show and all of the partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. You can do that at warroomsports.com or on one of the many major podcast listening platforms of your choice. There's never an excuse to miss an episode, so don't. Tissue in the tape, the Broad Street Line, Superstars, John Appetit, On the Couch with the Wilsons, After Further Review, and of course, The War Room. All right, so hot topics. We're going to get uh, to a quick call with Fred Perdue. We just got to ask his quick opinion on the first college football playoff rankings that came out this week. Um, so right on the other side of this, we're going to get to Fred. Uh, these hot topics and Fred segments brought to you by my bookie, uh, War Room Family. Y'all know what it is. It's time for you to make some money sports betting in my bookie. If you still haven't checked them out, then it's time to stop wasting your time. Place a bet and lay down some money on all of the biggest games in sports by joining the War Room and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get paid. You get paid fast. You get paid without hassle. They even have in-game live bettings. You can place wages after the game starts. So join now. My bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, one word. To activate the offer, visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, get your bread. Nothing else to it. All right. So, like I said, on the line, we got WARROOM Sports College football contributor Fred Perdue in the building. Fred, what's going on? Fellas, what's going on? Not much, man. Not much. Yeah. Still, you know, Shalom. college football season is getting really real now. So, you know, I always tell you it's your time to shine. Uh, the first college football playoff rankings of the season has come out. Um, and from what I was looking at, Fred, it looked like from from what some people were predicting. Ah, the committee might have threw a little bit of a wrench in the order of things. In the order, of course, uh, Tennessee with the top spot, Ohio State at number two, Georgia at number three, Clemson at number four. Now, did you have any problems with either the, the top four teams in the playoff brackets, or did you have a problem with the order of the top four playoff teams? Give us your opinion. So I don't have much of an issue with the four. Um, I, we did over here, over at the College Football Overdrive podcast, uh, just shameless plug, but uh, we, we talked about this one uh, last night, and this one's going to shake out pretty pretty quickly because we already have a matchup, one versus three, uh, Georgia and Tennessee, so we already know who's not going to be in the top four as of Sunday morning. We already know who's not going to be there. So and Ohio State <laughs> – yeah, Ohio State and Michigan, they'll play at some point. As long as they stay undefeated, we'll, they'll be out, somebody will be out of it. Uh, if Alabama is, comes in at six, and, and LSU is somewhere is number 10 in all of this, so they'll play this weekend. So that eliminates whoever, if Alabama lose, either team actually, if this is an elimination game because LSU is six and two. So if they have okay, two losses, so- it's already done. So if I'm following you, um, I don't know. You said out though, out of the top four. So are you thinking Tennessee is going to beat Georgia, or you think Georgia is going to win and Tennessee is going to fall out of the four? 
Um, I think if it's a close game, let's say very much like Alabama, Tennessee, uh, a couple weeks ago, it's 52-48, last second field goal, sure. I think you could you could see something like that. You could see something like maybe Georgia or or Tennessee falling maybe to five or six just to justify moving somebody up, moving Michigan up into that four. Uh, but I don't see if it's a blowout. If it's a blowout, ooh, it could be they could fall somewhere around seven, eight, nine, maybe even ten. Uh, but they'll both have a shot somewhere along the line, and if Tennessee hangs around. We've already seen it once happen that a team that did not make the did not win their conference title game still got in Alabama. Uh, Tennessee would have one slight opportunity if they would have to be big Alabama fans and hope that Alabama beat Georgia because I don't see Georgia losing to anybody else if they do happen to beat Tennessee. So the thing That's about this end. playoff thing. Mm-hmm. The right. thing about this playoff thing is it, it literally uh, it, it plays itself out every single year. So, you know, the regular season has some value. All right. So is it going to be the normal uh, Georgia – I mean, I'm sorry, Alabama will beat LSU. Um, one of the uh, – either Ohio State or Michigan is going to beat the other and send the other one out. Alabama is going to get a spot in the top four and blah, blah, blah. That's yeah. what it seems to you know, I think it, it, it could seems be that shake way. out. Always going to shake out that way. It, it could. Clemson and Michigan are the two dark horses here because, quite honestly, Clemson is in a in a very weak division and, or a weak conference in the ACC. I mean, the best team around for them to they, – they face my, my Miami Hurricanes who haven't done anything. They pretty much locked up their, uh, the rest of the way. They've beaten Florida State. They've beaten uh, Wake Forest. They've beaten NC State. So as long as they win the rest of the way, they have no issues there as far as playoffs are concerned. They've already locked up their side of the division for the most part. Um, but so now you just have to hope – you just have to win your conference and you're in. But they're the weakest of the four. Uh, quarterback B.J. Yui Angalele is everything you don't want in a quarterback despite – yeah, yeah, he's – be awesome. You, we, He's the quarterback you don't want. Moving the tight end, he's that guy. But he's not athletic enough to play tight end. So um, think of think of Tim think Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow processing he's a believer, but he's a he's he's slower processing than Tim Tebow. So that but when you're playing in a conference that's not that great, you're by default the best the best team in Michigan. They can't throw the football, so when they run into a team like Ohio State, they better hope they can play make a game ugly. And keep Ohio State on the keep their offense at least on the sidelines. So, but again, everything will, I think everything will shape towards the end once we get to conference uh, or rivalry week and then conference championship week. Once we get there, as long as everything stays the same, yeah, it'll shake out just right. All right, good stuff, Fred. Before you go, tell everybody how they can listen to your podcast and tell everybody how to find you on social media. You can find me on Twitter, Fred Purdue CFB. It's Florida State Week. Not too happy about it. Uh, Canes look kind of kind of weak this year, um, but you know I got my guys. Uh, so if you catch me on Twitter and I, and I got a drink in my hand, you know it's not it's not a good day. Uh, but you can also find the podcast, the College Football Overdrive Podcast, with my, me and my guy Rick Brown. You can follow him on Twitter, also Rick Brown ninety one. He his question for the week is when will uh, somebody tell him when the Canes will win another. 
Shameless, just shameless, real quick. Oh, so he coming at uh, your neck? A little, yeah, <laughs> he's coming at my neck. But I, I'm asking the same question because, well, I, the question was asked to me: if I put my fan, took my fan hat off for a second, who wins, Miami or Florida State? And well, I'll let you guys finish. I'll let you guys go check the podcast out, and you might get a different answer than you actually think I might say. <laughs> All right. All right, man. We appreciate it, and we will talk to you next time. Good fella. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. All right, no doubt. All right, Fred Perdue, everybody. Check out his pod. Check him out on social media. Um, Yeah, man. Uh, What's happening this week? Of course, our Philadelphia Phillies and the Houston Astros are locked 2-2 in what so far seems to be like, ah, this might be a classic World Series. Um, a lot of records being set in this World Series, and you know, I, I dare to say, win or lose as a Philly fan, if this goes uh, seven games, people might be saying that you got a bit of a classic on your hand. And I say that because, uh, you know, you have Game One in Houston, where Houston takes a five-zero lead. And Philly comes storming back and wins that game to steal one in Houston. Houston comes back, wins game two. Game three happens. Phillies go home, hit a a World Series record-tying performance with five home runs uh, to win game three. And then the very next night, still in Philadelphia, Houston throws a four-pitcher. I mean, it's different these days. You can throw a no-hitter with four pitchers, but, hey, nobody got a hit, so it is what it is. They threw a, a, a no-hitter to beat the Phillies 5-0. to So it's like what's in store for, for tonight's game, what's in store for the, the next two games after that in Houston. It's been a great series so far. Houston's supposed to be the far superior team. But the fightings are doing just that. They're fighting and they're holding their own. Um, yeah, B. I don't know if you've been watching, but game three, you would have loved. You would have loved because you know all B has ever paid attention to is home runs and and hits, man. And 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 game three, they got five home runs from. I saw the score. Bryce Harper, Alec Bohm, Brandon Marsh, Kyle Schwarber. And Reese Hoskins, five home runs from five different people. <laughs> and then the next night, in the type of a game where, you know, non-purists, and I'm not even calling myself a purist to, to that level, but non-purists definitely wouldn't like this because of a pitching a pitcher and then, you know, three of his relievers just totally dismantled this same lineup that was on fire the next night. So, uh the ball, Javier, went five innings, five shutout innings, and then uh, his three relievers, uh, Rafael, Brian Abreu, Rafael Montero, and Ryan Presley uh, all came in and did their thing. The Phillies from five home runs and not getting a goddamn hit the next night. Man, but we're from Philly. We're used to that kind of stuff. It's, it's, the most, it's the most Phillies thing you'll ever see. <laughs> like, so there's no surprise from the hometown contingent when we see something like that. You see them set a record and go off with the bats one night, and then the next night they can't even buy a hit. Um, It was kind of like that because they played the Astros. They locked up their playoff berth with a win over the Astros. The very next night, 
they were shut down by the Astros. That could have been, you know, hangover, because, you know, in, in baseball, you don't wait till you win the World Series to champagne up. You champagne up when you clinch. You champagne up when you win the first series. You champagne up when you win the the LCS, and then you champagne up again if you win the World Series. So they probably was drunk. But y'all got any uh, quick predictions before we move on for the rest of the series? I mean, it's basically 0-0 zero, zero now, best of three. And two of the three. Right, I mean, the Houston. fact of the matter is, I ain't, I ain't trying to hear that classic-ish, man. I want them to win the next two and this just be over with. Like, right. I, 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 didn't, cool I wanted them to win seven. last night. Yo, I didn't even want them to fly back. That, that, that it's just too stressful, yo. It's too, it's too stressful. Yo. <laughs> I was oh, hoping they didn't even have to stressful. fly back to Houston, man. Make this jump. And I was also hoping after that comeback in game one, I was like, I hope it's not like a 2001 Lakers-Sixers situation. People expect you to get swept. You come back, just like the Sixers did in game one, make a comeback, win the game. Everybody's hyped. Yeah, we can play with these dudes. And then, you know, then they run off four straight. So, Glad no, they had a home run derby. Hasn't been followed up by a no hitter. Yeah, they had the derby. <laughs> so we good. Yo, so we'll man, I just want to. I'm just trying to figure out, like, what's up with your man Dusty Baker, man? Dusty, yo, Dusty Baker be out there, dog, looking like he about to, like, you know, put the murder game down, like he about to spin the block. Yeah, he be out there with straight gloves the on, like he ain't coming, no fingerprints. Yeah, yo, what's up with that? Shout out to the homie Scott. Who said, "Yo, Dusty look like he like he making pulled pork sandwiches in between innings." No, <laughs> the only you can see with them black rubber gloves is barbecue dudes because they don't wear the clear Jones. No <laughs> barbecue dudes or, or or somebody or, laying the murder game down. Or, De- or, De- or Dexter, with Dexter or Donna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, yeah, Dusty be drawn, man. Yo, plus Dusty facial expressions be hilarious, yo. Like he don't even talk; he just be out there making expressions, like good and bad. Like, right. yo, I mean, Dusty damn near eighty, dog. They be questioning a lot of his decisions too, because in some of them, in the two games they lost, people think that he kept pitchers out there a little too long when they started to falter a little bit. Um, and then I mean, listen, last man, night when it all well, worked got... out for him, they were like. Why he take dude out so early if he had a sh- you know a, a, a no hitter? Listen, man, but I tell you, I tell you one thing, new man. baseball. When, man. when they put them young, when them young Dominican brothers get on the mound, that's when we in trouble. They hungry, man. They that's what we make. It, that's what we making them full pork sandwiches for. Them dudes hungry, man. <laughs> he got to feed them whole nasty stuff. Uh huh. Hundred mile pitches with heavy Justin Verland is a cheat too. There's no way you come back from Tommy John like that, dog. You ain't supposed to come back with with that much Arm's velocity stronger. on it. That historically Cream speaking, that's not how that works. That's bionic arms, man. New medicine, man. New yeah, medicine. He, he got something new. He got some new. He got that Balco. He got that Balco in there. He got that plasma. That, that German shit. Kobe used to get. All right, but um. <laughs> Series has definitely been crazy, man, but I'm I'm with y'all, man. Please blow them out tonight and vibranium go arm. fly back to Houston and finish that. We don't need no game sevens. Like, classics classics are for when you ain't rooting for nobody. That's what classics are for. Like, I don't, I don't need a classic. <laughs> I don't need a classic. Fuck a classic. Um, all right, so uh, Brooklyn Zoo. Still going on, man. Steve Nash, after seven games this NBA season, has been fired, but you know they let go freak, respectfully. Freak says they've they've mutually decided to part ways. Actually, in this situation, it could be true 
because Steve knows the Bulls on top, you know, the, the, the stars of the team don't really bang with him like that. So his frustration <laughs> could have led to him walking in the office like, yo, dog, I'm cool. <laughs> Go I'm going home. But y'all know how it generally is. You know, they, they give them their dignity. So instead of saying Steve Nash was fired, you know, they say they mutually agreed to part ways. Um, yo, is the situation in Brooklyn salvageable? We keep asking this, and we keep looking at the team, talking about their top-end talent, but then stuff like this keeps happening. They get off to these type of stars. Steve Nash is fired. It's a zoo, Define right? salvageable. What, what does that mean for you? Well, uh, well first thing is this. I mean, for them, is, I don't know can they be contenders? Because that's all there is. It's championship no. bust I, I for never, that type of team. I've no. never seen a coach that was fired after a dub. That might be the first time I've ever seen that. That's the first thing. <laughs> yeah, and the second thing is, is, thing that's, is, why, hey, Jim, but need, that's if, why I'm thinking maybe he did go in the office like, yo, man, I'm cool. <laughs> like, yo, because you know, the man go is, after the dub. They wanted him to go the, on a high note. He shouldn't have been hired in the first place. That's the first right. thing. Right. The second of thing course. is, when you see everything going on with that organization, I could see him actually going there and be like, yo, get me away from get me away from this ball. He saw what was about to happen with the Kyrie situation, and he didn't want to answer mm-hmm. those questions. Which we're going to talk about in a minute. <laughs> you know it might have been why he went into the office like, look, man, I'm I'm cool. He's I'm like, yo, I, I see what's about to happen. He's like, I see what's about to happen, so let me get out of here right now. That's the first thing. I mean, and then, you know, the person they're talking about bringing in a replacement, it almost makes me feel like, yo, they like the attention, right? They, they, the Nets are on some 2022. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're either, like either tone deaf or they just don't care. Like, that, like, <laughs> and, and for people who don't know, Jimmy's referring to, there were rumors yesterday that they have already touted Ime Udoka, the suspended coach oh, they, from the Boston oh, he's Celtics, right. as – yeah, but no. When everybody was saying that, they asked Sean Marks, and Sean Marks said, said no. "Absolutely not. I did not hire anybody yet." Um, he didn't deny that that was his guy. He just said, "I haven't hired anybody yet." I'm thinking the noise might make them rethink it because they were getting killed for this. Because I mean, and then it's another thing. Like we still don't really know. <laughs> It's like the only person in America that really knows what Ime Udoka did was is Matt Barnes, and he ain't talking. He's not a snitch. Um, <laughs> yo, just Matt Barnes, yo. <laughs> just Matt Barnes. <laughs> we really don't know what he did, but the fact that people were out there, like, saying, yo, this is much deeper. It's much worse than y'all thought it was. Like, them asking Listen, permission man, to next- hire this suspended coach. Like, what does that say to women if he did do anything foul? Hey, look, man. Nets, Nets, Nets like, management was like, Nets management was like, yeah, that wasn't nothing I've been. Right. Come on. I mean, like the NFL been doing it for years. They've been stiff arming they uh, they women fans for years. Like, yo, dudes who get suspended for for kneeling and get blackballed for kneeling, but then you know you you hit your girlfriend with a four piece combination. I mean, it's cool. Like, you know, she okay, right? Like. That's that's how the NFL handled yeah. things, and they got a NFL huge be like, well, female did, fan base. Did he give her? Did, did he give her a warning? Right, right, right. He told her to stop. Right. Like, <laughs> NFL, I mean, NFL be NFL be like, she's still alive. Why y'all tripping? <laughs> he, he told her. Lumps, he told her twice. Lumps will heal, mate. Like we don't have to make a big deal out of this. Like, 
I mean, Kareem Hunt still balling. Uh, uh, who else? I mean, it's countless names. A- A- I mean, A- I mean your man Her- Hernandez was on a murder spree. He was Dahmer while he was playing, you know. And, and there were some red flags, but was you it, ignore that. Dante Stallworth. Dante Stallworth caught a caught a mean by. Well, Dante yeah. Stallworth ran over a Mexican. <laughs> yeah, he definitely did. <laughs> Yo, saying he ran over a Mexican just make it sound worse for some reason. Yeah, make it sound crazy though. But, yeah, because like, he said like. He just basically stating a fact. It just sound crazy. Yeah, he just ran over a dude. He ran over a Mexican. And yo, <laughs> real talk, I ain't been on the show for for like three, four weeks. Um, but earlier today, just thinking about getting back on the show with y'all, yo, I was laughing by myself, loud as hell, with tears streaming down my eyes, thinking about Terrell Suggs looking like the screen mask. Yo, I'm still on that. Hey, yo. <laughs> I'm still on that. What's wrong with you? All right, so, um, yeah, man. Of what? What you still laughing at? <laughs> Terrell Suggs looking like the screen mask. Yo, that <laughs> <laughs> boy look like the screen mask, man. Come on, man. That's top top five Joker of twenty twenty two, man. Um, so yeah, if they if they hire Yudoka, like I think he's, you know, at this point he could be like, you know, he he might hire him and be like, well, when the, when y'all said it, I hadn't hired anybody yet. Um, I didn't say that he Listen, wasn't man, Miles a candidate. Bridges, Miles Bridges is about to be available too. So, but yeah, so let's see. Let's see if they just go. For them to go grab Let's a dude that's go all suspended, out. and the fact High that hand, <laughs> get the ball from the Spurs, <laughs> allegedly, Jim, they said the the Celtics let them speak to him, um, and when they grabbed him, it was like they didn't ask for any compensation. Like even when Doc Rivers left Boston, they got they got like a draft pick for ball. Like that was a trade when he went yeah, to the Clippers. He did somebody like dirty. So what though. did he do? Because obviously, if this is the he case, like people dirty. were saying, they were going to fire him anyway after the suspension was just to make him suffer. <laughs> Yo, he definitely <laughs> he definitely gets somebody <laughs> white with a rusty trombone. Yeah, and and it had and it was probably in Bull's office. It had to be something crazy because. He told her. He no. told her to re. He told her to reenact two girls, one cup. <laughs> All right. So the Kyrie situation, man. Kyrie is the latest person to be under fire for, you know, something concerning anti-Semitic comments, anti-Semitic. In, in Kyrie's case, he posted the link to a documentary on. Was it Prime Video or yeah, it was Amazon Prime Video um, of something that people were saying had a lot of anti-Semitic messages in it. I think the the movie, which was based on a book, was called From Hebrew Hebrews to Negroes. Um, we know Kyrie actually likes to post things without all of the knowledge of what he's posting, but. I needed context behind this because people are really going in on Kyrie now. Charles Barkley, Shaq, Reggie Miller, and just anybody else that you can think of are really going in on. I saw Will Bond and Kornheiser going in on them. I need context behind this, though, because they keep using the word promote. And even in Kyrie's interview, he kept taking exception to the fact that the reporter kept saying, and why would you promote this on your team? 
And if I can find this context, I would understand because I posted plenty of things just to see what people thought about it, and I wasn't necessarily promoting it. Like, you can't possibly think that when I post post a video. The issue here is there's content within that movie that questions the Holocaust uh, existence or occurrence, rather. It questions. Uh, it it celebrates uh, uh, Adolf Hitler quote allegedly because I have I know seen but the movie. B, what I'm asking is did he post it with a comment like did it said did he did he say like you know yo watch this no this he truth. didn't he didn't that, but, and but that's here's what I'm the wondering thing, right? because when what, I what post, you're saying what you're when saying I post a white officer beating really the shit out of a black yet, dude right? am I promoting that or am well, I here's the thing what you're saying is something that really hasn't been talked about yet and the fact is. It's a, it's almost like a, I don't want to say an age thing or it's just like an internet culture thing. The internet has its own culture, mm-hmm. and they look at things. If you post it, you're promoting it, and that's not. Kyrie's a younger guy, and the internet demographic. You could just come across something and you post it, like, yo, this is what I'm watching. Doesn't mean you're promoting it. It means right. that I'm watching this right now. If I post a book, it like sometimes it doesn't mean I'm reading the book. It just means like, hey, look at this. It's interesting. Like so, we've watched, we me, it's we've internet watched plenty of stuff that shit on black people. You know, slave stuff and. Shit, eyes on the prize. <laughs> like that, that ain't you know all mean? cheery for us, but like I don't see the same. And I'm not defending. You, like I said, I don't you. know the context behind this. I do not know the context behind this. But to me, it kind of seems like the criticism has been a little bit overkill. Another angle I've been seeing is like it seems like everybody's scapegoating Kyrie because they're just waiting for the next time that he says or does something stupid that they can attack him for. I've heard the sentiment. Why are they attacking Kyrie and they're not attacking the platform that's actually promoting it and getting, you know, getting money off of it? And, that, and, and me even asking that question, that's not coming from me, for anybody out there that takes exception to that. I'm asking the question that we've been hearing just to try to see, like, is, is that a valid question? Because everybody's attacking Kyrie. Nobody's saying anything about Amazon who's actually, about being, Amazon. you know, that's I, I literally, literally, like, I literally was going to promoting go. it. They're making money off of it, but yo, the the way the media has been talking about it, I was actually going to go watch the joint just to see what they were talking about. Until I saw that Amazon charging forty five dollars for it, I was like, oh, so were they always, cool. or is it because but, um, they know everybody trying to watch it now? That I don't know because I had never looked at it until until the media started drawing like this. I had never even Kyrie, heard of it. Kyrie like, is they, a rich if, man. if anything, he, he can be. Yeah, if anything, they're promoting it, so you know. Uh, Right, because if anything, I didn't know promoted. nothing about it until they made a big deal out of it, and I'm curious too. Yeah. If I can get a copy of it, I'm going to watch yeah. it. <laughs> the the thing about the it is, is, like Kyrie always posts, book, Kyrie always posts documentaries and books and things in his story. This is what he does. It's just that I guess coming off of the the the, the yay thing, you know, everybody's got their panties in a bunch. But to me, the Kanye stuff was way more egregious than what Kyrie did. Like. Kyrie is Kanye was really Kyrie's about like one about you like yeah like what you know I, listen I understand like Kyrie is about one Umar speech and one uh one Hidden Colors documentary from being a full host set like part mm-hmm. of me feels like Kanye uh, he wants to get kicked out of the league so he can um you know just travel around the world and just talk about you know things he's reading like that's who Kyrie is but well he gonna get his chance because he got a meeting with Adam Silver uh. I think sometime next week. And you know Kanye, I mean Kanye, you know Kyrie is headstrong. 
They're going to try to force him to apologize. Absolutely. Tell him to kiss his ass. Because, I, like, like I said, I've seen Kyrie say and do stuff like, yo, I'm looking like, yo, Kyrie don't know what he's talking about. Like, he just be saying stuff. And he seems a little bit of a conspiracy theorist. So I don't always oh, agree. But I'm not bit. the type of person bit. where, and, and, I don't, and none of us are because we always preach against this. Like, we're not side takers. Okay. Like a dude like Whitlock, hate his guts. He's nine times out of ten, he's going to say some raccoon stuff that you don't agree with. One time out of ten, he might say something, and even though I dislike the dude, I'm going to tell you, okay, that, that kind of made sense. Yeah, I agree that happened, that. In, that happened to me today. I hate when that happens. Right, right, and you, and you hate when it happens. Kyrie, not to that extent. Like, I don't hate when it happens, but I'm like, I'm looking at his interview, and then I'm looking at, um, you know, all the talking heads on TV and, and listening to them on radio, and it seems like what they're saying about him is totally not true. Like there was some form they don't, they don't of like apology. Him. That's what it all boils down a, to. They, they, he, they don't like he him. He did apologize for you know anybody he offended. Would he just saying, "I'm going to stand on what I what I what I posted"? He was telling them, "I'm not taking that down because I didn't promote anything." And just like what you just said, Jim, he was like, "All the time, I put stuff." you know, clips and documentaries and books and stuff, people to read and, and do their own research on stuff doesn't mean I'm promoting it. And I'm like That's exactly but that's I exactly what he does. That. But it's also like what it's like what Kennedy Jet said. Kennedy Jet like who who's also another idiot, but like but he did say something that was um spot on when, when Shaq and, and, and Charles was like earning up those contracts. He uh-huh. was like, you know, if you're going to believe the one thing that he posted, how he meant that, you also got to believe him when he talks. It's like y'all want to take the one thing and be mad at him, but when he says, I didn't, I didn't mean for that to do it, how y'all not going to believe that? Coming from the same person. So you just, you're basically you're believing what you want to believe, which and means that yeah. you guys Shaq just don't Murphy like went, went in, in. I didn't even hear y'all said Reggie Miller. Reggie, Reggie was worse than that, though. Reggie was worse than them. No, Reggie, but Marky uh, was talking about, he was like, he should have been suspended. He was like, Adam Silver's Jewish. So he should have been he should have suspended him. You're going to yo, take my yo, forty million dollars. You they, can't talk trash yo, about Reggie, me. But yo, Reggie, another thing is Adam Silver. Adam Silver can't be that kind of commissioner. He can't be reactive just because something yo, happened rock, against yo. his people. So you know, yo. But like did, you hear Reggie, Reggie, did you hear Reggie? Reggie defended. No, I didn't hear Reggie. Reggie defended. A Reggie said he should be kicked out of the league the same way the Phoenix Suns owner was. Yo, he defended a certain Too segment far, of the population way, way more than his own. Seriously, is this people trying to kiss ass to get in good with with that population? Is yeah. that where we are now? Yeah, I sure mean, never I told you, I think Reggie. I think Reggie's part of a different population. You trying to see these slammers and whatnot? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna talk about Reggie in a minute, man. Reggie, Reggie off the hook. He always making terrible comments. Um, and doing stuff that he shouldn't be doing. All right, but we'll, we'll follow this, man. I, I just don't know. Like I, that's why I said I, I got I got to get more context because I don't want to go out there and say anything, and then I go see. Uh, oh, Kyrie was tripping. Like he said, but from what I've seen and what I've heard, and then what I've seen from everybody talking about it, it kind of seemed like they're blowing this up, and it might just be another reason to just jump on, you know, Kyrie. Because this was not a Kanye situation, but it seems like that's what they're trying to make it out to be. All right, so um, quote of the week <laughs> from another idiot. <laughs> why you never hear Jonas Brothers shot? And I wish that on nobody. I'm just saying, why only us? But I'm done with rap and all that nigga-ish. That ish not cool. And that's from y'all man, Nick Young, uh, former NBA player. 
Yo, he led with why you never see Jonas Brothers shot. Yo, why you wishing? <laughs> yo, why you wishing that for the Jonas Brothers? The Jonas Brothers insane, yo. I know the Jonas yo. Brothers. Like, yo, why you gotta say our name? Uh, yo, yo, you gotta have him murked out. Like, so listen, man, my thing is though. Like, yo, you gotta learn to articulate yourself better, bro. Like, you. <laughs> oh. And 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 not even just to articulate them, because this was in the form of a tweet, and. Okay. I changed it all up to make it make sense. You know, it was no periods and commas and all. It was real crazy. And, you know, he even said, why you never hear H-E-R-E. He didn't say Jonas Brothers. He said Jones Brothers. Like, yeah. You, you, it had been better if he tried to verbally articulate this rather than write it. It was even worse. But I got the gist of what he was saying and was able to just decode it like, like the A-B translator. I'm the I'm the Nick Young translator. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing because we've discussed this on the on the show before. Nick Young legitimately has mental challenges. Like he's he's not retarded, but, but he's, he's he on the spectrum. Yeah, he on the spectrum. He carried a folder. He carried a folder. He didn't he didn't leave <laughs> class in high school. He was all in the same class, and then they let him hoop. I get home. Hey, and it's, it's, you see the documentary. His parents, home from school. his parents was, yo, his parents were special too. Like he had <laughs> special parents. Yo, I'm just asking how he get home from school. <laughs> so my, the shorter, yo, what the shorter, shorter, the shorter bus. Bus. That's, that, yo, I'm just trying to throw you, you man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because <laughs> you, you ignorant, so I just try to throw you an ignorant hoop. You didn't already man. call the ball not Chalk, retarded, I'm say but on man. the spectrum. All I'm gonna say is this, you know we're not supposed to say the R word. 2022. All I'm going to say is this, man. Here's what I'm going to say, man. Charleston White don't be wrong all the time. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Yo, I wish we had the clip. Charleston White, that's the thing. He just just be unnecessarily disrespecting the people he's talking about. Like, you don't have to call him like a bitch-ass nigga just to say what he said was wrong. (laughs) Yo, sometimes. Hey, Gilly. Sometimes he be having a point. Yeah. Sometimes we be having a point when we be talking about these, these, you know, these young boys and this crime and all that, man. Like he just just don't know how to make it without disrespecting people and crowding. Yo, that's all I'm gonna say, bro. All right, so I stat of the week, man. And this has something to do with Reggie Miller. Jimmy will tell you why after I read y'all the stat. Former NBA player, former uh, Pacer, former teammate of Reggie Miller, Jamal Tinsley allegedly paid over $250,000 in fines during his NBA career for not showering with his team. They fined this man a quarter million dollars for not wanting to be in the shower with other men. With another like, man. See, they were starting that LGBT. I'm, <laughs> I'm confused. Why... Is it mandatory for you to shower with your teammates? No. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. All I'm gonna say all I'm gonna say is if this, he was minding his business, he was getting away with it till Reggie found out and Reggie I was about was to say, like, no. how you how how they know that he wasn't in the shower with his teammates? They got like jail guards or how how it happened, Jim? Reggie was like, As a team we gotta start finding folks that don't get naked in front of us. So, <laughs> yo, Reggie, Reggie said that. Yo, yo, Reggie was literally trying to size up his teammates. 
Yo, yo. he was dying to see Boy Slammer, yo. <laughs> yo. Yo. Reggie, let me find out. Reggie loved to be surrounded by hammers and slammers. Come on, man. Yeah, he let the Davis boy right Triz on that <laughs> Yo. I don't I don't get this, seriously. Because okay, if that's what you do, fine. I mean, they've been doing that in locker years for locker rooms for years. But if you choose not to, if this brother chooses to get on the bus dirty and shower when he get back to the hotel or at home game, shower when he get home. How is that a finable offense? Because he don't want to be in the shower naked with other men. Yo, my man kept it G'd up, though, and paid the fine. I mean, he's from a certain place, you know, and that was, you know, that was some years ago. So we weren't in the midst of everything people doing offending somebody else. Like in 2022, that would offend people. Why he don't want to take a shower with his teammates? I don't understand you know, that. Right. I mean, I, that's the time. Like, you're going to ask him the same thing if, if, if he didn't want to shower with a woman? Like, he don't want to get in the shower with nobody. Like, why is that somebody's business? Why can everybody have, you know, rights to their own privacy and we can't talk about this, we can't say this, but that man can't refuse to shower with other people? I I don't get it, man. And Reggie, you wrong for that. Reggie's just wrong all the time. <laughs> all right, man. Yo, I'm a little pissed off about this. Uh, NFL trade deadline movement, man. The trade deadline in the NFL was a little lit this year. It, it kind of reminded us of an NBA trade deadline. I'm going to just tell you all some of the more notable Absolutely. trades. Um. Yeah, uh, so Jacksonville acquired Calvin, wide receiver Calvin Ridley from the Falcons. Um, I ain't going to read about what these dudes are traded for. I'm just tell you who's playing where now. Uh, linebacker Bradley Chubb was acquired by the Miami Dolphins, and then the next day they gave him a diesel contract, and I don't really know why, because Bradley Chubb has not played like Nick Chubb. Like, he's not – he hasn't played, in my opinion, up to what he was supposed to be when he came into the league. But he just got a $100 million contract from the Dolphins the day after they traded for him. Um, uh, the Bears acquired Chase Claypool. I guess they figured they'd get some receiving help for Justin Fields. They gave up some people on the defense earlier, trading Roquan Smith to the Ravens and, of course, trading uh, Robert Quinn to the Eagles. So I guess they're figuring so we won't make our, you know, second-year quarterback look totally terrible. We'll get him some, you know, a, a new toy, a new weapon, and maybe help his improvement a little bit, give him somebody to throw to while fire-sailing on the defensive end. But I'm not, I'm not really mad at the Bears for what they're doing because – the moves that they've done, the moves that they've made have put them in a position with all the picks that they've acquired. They also have $100 million in cap space. So I think we're going to hear from the Bears Damn. a little bit sooner than later. Right, $100 million in cap space. So they're going to go shopping this year. And it's not like, you know, Chicago, even though it's cold as hell, it's still the Bears. It's still, uh, you know, one of the all-time great franchises are one of the oldest franchises. Oh, you know they're going to be able to get cats love They're going to be able to get some people yeah. to go to Chicago. So, I think we're going to yeah, hear Cats love players. the bag in the NFL. Cats will take the bag. They don't care about right. winning. Yeah. <laughs> they don't care about winning, they don't care about weather. I could be cold for a couple of uh Sundays. 
um, for a hundred million dollars. Uh, shout out to them dudes though. Uh, the Vikings got TJ Hawkinson tight end from Detroit. Uh, of course the chiefs added wide receiver Kadarius Tony from the, the giants. And in one of the biggest moves, um, Christian McCaffrey, you know, this happened before the deadline was traded to the 49ers and he showed his ass in his first game with the Niners. He threw for a touchdown, he caught a touchdown, and he rushed for a touchdown. So he he pretty much did everything in his debut. Uh, What were y'all thoughts on on, on the trade deadline? Right. Are y'all used to, like, I know I'm not. Maybe I'm forgetting, though. Have y'all ever seen an NFL trade deadline where this many big names? No, they got – they jealous of the association, dog. Yeah, they're trying to stand there. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure it has, but I can't remember a recent history. No, it hasn't never happened, yo. This is this is some uh they they, they want some social media attention, man. I'm t- yo, social yeah, media is you know, part of everything. Come on, Robert Quinn, he had eighteen and a half sacks last year. Christian McCaffrey, you know, top three running back in the league. Like, these are big names, man. Roquan Smith. We don't see this. We usually see some some mid dudes get traded for some mid picks, <laughs> and then the big names move in the off season. But yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. All right. Uh, shout out to the Sixers. Y'all heard that? Um, uh, y'all man, James the Beard Harden, probably gonna be out for a month. So Tyrese Maxey definitely gonna get that All Star spot now. But now we need Joel to come back and play some ball because he's been out lately. Um, all right, let's do our NFL pick six. Uh, before we before Jimmy tell us what happened while everybody was on the Grizz Nae. So the NFL pick six for the week. We're going to start it off with a matchup. The Chargers visiting the Falcons. Falcons are a little bit surprised. They don't have a great record, but nobody in that division does. So it's kind of up for grabs right now. Uh, Chargers visiting the Falcons. Who y'all got in that one? Uh, Chargers. Got I, I got the Chargers as well coming off of the bye week. But it's one of those things I would not be surprised because Atlanta just happens to beat people that they don't seem like they're supposed to beat. But I'm uh, I'm going to go Listen, to the Chargers. Listen, I keep telling the offense. I keep telling the Austin every week that Atlanta man they ain't they ain't they ain't no slouches dog like you know they wasn't the supposed to be this good but they, I can't, they play I can't tough now. I'm taking the Falcons I'm taking the Falcons Falcons um, the Dolphins visiting the Bears uh, visiting Justin Fields and his new wide receiver Chase Claypool um, James ass <laughs> yeah pretty much. Um, I'm going to go with the Dolphins on this one. You know, two is back from um, the brink of death. Dead. Um, back. <laughs> he seemed to be, he, you know, he played pretty well the last couple of weeks, but I still don't think he should be on a football field right now. But I, I got the Dolphins winning this one. This is another one. Like, the Bears, as terrible as they seem to be, the Bears are competitive and are always in these games. That is so it's not going to be easy, you know. And even though he only throwing for like 150 yards a game, Justin Fields is improving before our eyes. But it's hard to show vast improvement with, you know, the, the offensive personnel that he has out there. But I, I got the Dolphins taking this one. What do y'all got? I'm rolling with the Dolphins. Dolphins. Uh, Jets at – I'm sorry. Bills at Jets. 
you would think, you know, this is surprising. The Bills are supposed to be, if not the best team in the league, one of the top two teams in the league at this point. But the Jets have been winning games, man. This season has been kind of surprising out here. So it's not supposed to be a cakewalk, but I still got the Bills going in there and getting a cakewalk. <laughs> I got the Bills. Man, the Jets, the Jets are cowards. Last week was their week to show that they were for real. And they and they and they they oh, itch yeah, the man, bed. Yeah. I got the Bills. Yeah, because Buffalo's six and yeah. one. The Jets are five and three. Who you got, B? I got the Jets. Oh no! Uh, oh, you. I was about to say you just you just picking now. You flipping coins over there. Yeah. Um, we got the Vikings at the Commodores. Minnesota six and one. Only lost to the undefeated Eagles. And the Commodores are four and four. Climb the five hundred which makes every team in the NFC East 500 or better. Y'all think they can keep it up? Or y'all think Kirk Cousins is going to come in and show them that they shouldn't you let like him go? That. You like that? Let me remind y'all, this game is at 1 p.m. in the nation's Oh, game. it's Vikings all day long, then. Yeah. <laughs> 1 p.m. Kirk is that bull. I, I, I got the Vikings, too. Um, I believe – the Commodores still have – I think Heineke is still going to be quarterback. I mean, they keep winning games. Carson Wentz is not going to get his spot. Heineke. Right, so. <laughs> you got the Commodores? No, 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 no. Oh. I got I got my – you like that. You like that? <laughs> you like that? Um, Who else we got here? We got the Rams at the Buccaneers, two underachieving teams uh, going at it. The Rams at three and four, Tampa Bay at three and five. The fall of Brady continues. Ooh, I kind of believe it too. I'm going with the Rams as well. Uh, Cooper Cup does have an ankle yeah. sprain. He's supposed to play. Um, <laughs> Cam Akers is trash. They couldn't get anybody to trade for him. Um, not that That's that matters because they're not going to play him either. Um, so, you know, both teams have some, some issues right now, uh, especially on the injury front. But I'm going to go with the Rams as well. Who you got, Jim? Oh, yeah, I said the Rams, yeah. I, listen, oh, Brady, okay. Brady is dead. Cam Akers is trash. Yeah, I'm going to the Rams. <laughs> he said he did. <laughs> Yo. All right, well, in, in D.C., your man going to be like, You like that? You like that? <laughs> All right, the last matchup is actually a good one. Uh, the Tennessee Titans going to visit the Kansas City Chiefs. The Titans, both of these teams are 5-2. and two. Uh, Who y'all got in Arrowhead? Kermit D. Frog is going to put foot in the, in the Titans. I got, I got Kermit. And the... I got the Titans. That's because I never okay. picked against the Chiefs. I got I, I – got, I think the Titans might go in there and control this game, uh, you know, control the clock with the running game and, 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 their, and their defense, and we'll, we'll see what happens. But there's a lot of changes being made in, in Chiefs land right now. I mean, like I said, they picked up Kadarius Tony. I don't know what kind of role he's going to play. Um, seemed like that Juju Smith-Schuster might be coming into his own finally. Seemed like Mahomes wasn't really passing the ball that much before. Uh Clyde Edwards-Hilaire didn't start the last game. The rookie Pacheco started, but they still got like a backfield share of like three dudes, McKinnon, Hilaire, 
and and Pacheco. So you know, <laughs> speaking from fantasy purposes, like they probably all not worth having right now. But Jim, who you got, Chiefs or Titans? I'm rolling with the Chiefs. Uh, you got you got Andy coming off a bye. You know how that is. Oh yeah, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Andy like 65 <laughs> and 0 coming off a of bye week. Titans gonna make history then. All right, then what happened this week while everybody was on the Grizz naive? Absolutely. And while you were on the Grizz naive, it's brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. So you or your business need a custom website? Go Hell to digitalextremetech.com. Yeah. Call two six seven two zero five four two zero three and say you heard it in the war room. I mean, just go, yeah, and you will be taken care of. But it's time to talk about what happened while you were on the Grizz Naive. So, first story is your man Daniel Snyder. He has started the process to possibly sell the communists. So, um, <laughs> there's, there's allegedly, there is allegedly, allegedly a uh, an ownership team that includes Jeffrey Bezos and Sean uh, Corey Carter, who was in the mix for this, you know what I'm saying? You know, that's what he was um, all along. We'll that's why, that's why he sold Colin Kaepernick out. So this could, you, you know, know I mean? actionable items and all that. <laughs> right. So the funniest thing about it is actionable items. The funniest thing about Bull becoming an owner money. is the fact that Funny thing about this is like him becoming the owner is that was literally like Dame Dash's dream. Back when they was together and they was rolling, he used to always say his ultimate goal was to one day own an NFL team. So part of me feel like this is boy still being shady. But that's either here nor there. I mean, <laughs> Yo, you know, but just putting that out I know there. when uh Washington uh communist fans saw this report that he was starting the process, kind of looking into it, considering the p- potential transactions, yeah, same, uh, higher same, Bank of America. I know that the like there was a, a roar of the crowd, even though everybody was in their house. You probably could hear it when 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 the report was made, because you know that's what most people think around here. Like they have such a loyal fan base, loyal and fan finally, base. after all these years. This is the first time I've seen this fan base in the last two two years or so actually start to waver on this team a little bit. I mean, you still see crazy stuff. Like, there's already somebody walking around, I mean, driving around with a pickup truck that's painted in their colors with the new stuff on there, the commandos and all that kind of stuff. So there's still some crazies out there. But as a collective, they they've stopped. Like, they're, they're flexing their, their power with the dollar now. Like, he doesn't sell watch, games watch, out watch anymore me. like he used to unless, you know, it's a, watch a, what a them NFC's uppity, rival. Watch what them uppity Libyans do. If they get, if they get uh, Sean Corey Carter as an owner, y'all going oh, yeah, to be, be, be unbearable for you guys. It's going to be unbearable. But at the same time, even I've said this many times on the show, as a, as a rival fan, I'm afraid if he finally lets go of this team, man, it's going to lift the curse off of this team. And we're not gonna like the direction it's gonna go in because they've been, you know, one of the butts of Yo, our jokes yep. for the last twelve years. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna like that. You don't like you don't like losing jokes. You don't like you got you gotta get these jokes off. So you're not you don't like losing that. We might lose that. Now it would be hilarious though if, if they did get this sale and then they gave Kaepernick a job. Now that would be funny. <laughs> Actionable items. That would be funny because I could <laughs> only like, I'm just thinking about trash, like I'm just thinking about the MAGA crowd if that happens. Yeah. 
Because that's the thing. Like, like Jay-Z, he would, he would do that. He would probably force their hand to do that just so he can look like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I ain't sell you out to, to, to make more money. I told you I was going to get in here, and then I was going to flex my power and do this and do that, and then people going to eat that up. The way his sickle fans would respond to right. that. The way his and, and not even respond to it. They're going to say it for him. He's not going to have to say it. They're going to be the ones saying it. <laughs> but sure. but it'll yeah, just I be a, a dog and pony social account. <laughs> <laughs> just had to cancel them Jones for a little while so the, so the noise dies down. All right, so what else yeah, happened, man? man? So that's what, that's but I believe it when man, I see also, it with man, Snyder because he's still like kind of denying it. We talked about the World Series. Mm-hmm. So part of what's going on is, uh, around this whole World Series is uh, there's certain food spots in the city of Philadelphia that um, aren't trying to serve food to the Astros. They're, like, turning the business down. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, Philly fans, shout out to Angelo Pizzeria. Shout out to what's the barbecue spot. A couple of, couple of spots we know for sure actually refuse yeah. catering orders from these dudes. It's coming from a professional team. So, you know, they probably was going to make a whole lot of money. But people are that diehard but, but their sports people. teams. And, you know, I saw a lot of people on social media like, ah, this is so corny, Philly, so petty. Um, you know, you're going to lose business over this, blah, blah, blah. What do y'all think about it? Y'all like the pettiness or, or what? I mean, because I've seen it Love could it. be worse. It could be worse. And I've seen worse. You know, I ain't naming names of nobody, but it's better to not be served food than be served food. Served they food. got some level of poison in it. <laughs> so, take your pick. I mean, literally, pick your poison. Do you want to just, I mean, you know, have to resort say, to eat at McDonald's? I think it's funny. Or, yeah, I mean, it's corny. It's funny, definitely but at corny the end of the, but, at, but at the end of the day, it's kind of stupid too. I mean, it's definitely stupid because I'm gonna make that money, you know, regardless. Yeah, we're in a recession right now, dog. You probably, they probably right. at the same time they're doing this, they're probably laying off employees. Right, and then they go out of business <laughs> in a year. Somebody gonna be like, y'all should have took that order from the Astros, you dumb. <laughs> they liked it. They probably would have ordered like all three days that they were in town. They probably would have ordered the whole thing. Yeah. Day. You had a business in the week. You a dead man. <laughs> anyway, man, listen, man. Shout um, out to Nino. Yo, Nino made that threat on camera, though. Like, at the courthouse. Dog, like, what are you doing? At the courthouse, like yeah. in front of the judge. At the courthouse on camera. Yo, if you when you go back and watch New Jack, that joint was is complete trash. But you know, it's still a classic. <laughs> anyway. Um, last story, man. The US has charged former heavyweight boxer with trafficking over one billion dollars worth of cocaine. Listen, my dude Yo. <laughs> Yo. This boy name was my Goran Gojic. I don't know if y'all remember him, because I don't, Yo, but he's a 14-year-old Montenegro, 43-year-old. understand what I said. A billion would it be? A, trafficking a billy. Yo, they said he tried to board an international flight from Miami, and the Department of Justice, uh, you know, they had him grabbed, the DEA. Yo, a billion, though? They said they described the quantities of cocaine that he had in his co-conspirators. They, they they described it as staggering. The amount was staggering and noted that it was more than 20 tons. They tried to move 20 tons of cocaine. Push it to the limit. Yo, what kind of seed money did he make in boxing? Who did he fight? I need to look at his Yo, list. Yo, even beyond like, that, how are you going to be a drug lord? How are you going to be a drug lord and you really got hands? <laughs> 
know. I just want to know who he fought of note that even had like I didn't even check the person. Funny thing is, when they was using this boxing picture, they were showing him on the ground like somebody knocked him out. He probably got beat up by them Klitschko dudes. Yeah, he, he only had 27 bouts. He's, he's fought he 115 he rounds. He was 21 and four. He had 14. Oh, he wasn't trash. He had 14 he knockouts. He was 21, four and two. He had 14 knockouts, but he got knocked out twice. So yeah, they probably sorry about the Klitschko. One of them, one of them two. Yo, the Klitschko boxing run is complete and utter trash. When you look at like historically speaking, when you follow the lineage of like the heavyweight belt. And you go all the way back in the day, and you go through all the greats, um, you know, through the 80s, 90s, and so on and so forth. Once they got the belt, yo, we, like, checked out. Like, they would have these yeah. big fights, and we wouldn't know nothing about it, nor would we care. And I'm thinking yo, part, part of it is because they're not American. But they're nah, this boy ain't never like, fight you nobody that I no heard of. Cl- exactly. Like, and you can't tell me no big click like... moment. Okay, they kind of ruined the belt, yo. Oh yeah, because they 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 were they were mid as champions and they held the belt for so long. Like, yeah, like they got the belt. Corny they they start fighting in different countries. Like they wasn't even fighting in Vegas. Like we stopped caring. We just started watching Florida. Like we we just moved to a different weight class. Like yeah, heavyweights did. And that's how this really nobody could beat them. Dude. All his fights were, you know, most of his fights except for like one of them were in, I don't know, some country. They're not even writing the word. But they got the flag up here. I don't know what this flag is, but yeah, yeah, that's probably like uh, they be in them wild countries. They be like the the Marvel. Yo, I, 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 today I was watching. Um, I don't know how how up to date y'all are on the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU, but I call myself trying to catch up, so I started watching the Jones on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. And I was be laughing at how like in Marvel movies, dog, within like two seconds they be in a whole. They be like in Mongolia. And then the next part they'd be like in Prague, and then the next part they'd be in Cali. I'm like, yo, how y'all gonna be like hopping the world they, like they, that in the same episode in like five minutes? Superheroes, superheroes. Yo, come on, cuz you can do that. <laughs> come on, cuz some of them can't even like anyway. fly or transport or anything like that. So yeah, yeah, yeah they be straight taking flights. Like, oh, yo, yeah. you, how I you? Get, I can see some of them. He was in Compton two, two hours, like two minutes ago. What we doing here? Friggin', anyway, uh, um, it's a young, right. young, M, young Ma is pregnant. Boy. Yeah, I heard that, yo. So I heard someone say she's gonna be the first single mom and deadbeat dad in the same person. <laughs> yo, yo, <laughs> man. Hey, we gonna get out of here in a minute, but real quick, man. We got Tobias waiting on the line. Yo, they almost forgot about you, Tobias. What's going on, good brother? Oh, here he go. Oh, here he go. They almost. Oh forgot Lord, I, I tell you right now, man. I if ain't I, been here a month. It ain't got nothing to do with me. I hey, if I wore a yarmulke, y'all be picking that phone up real quick. Get to my Hey, Tobias, man, did you knock young M- A young A- A- up, y'all? That's you? That's you? That's your work? Nah, what are you talking about, man? Nah, if you bought me a PS5, it would have been. But, yeah. <laughs> hey, ask the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase, he to say everybody got a price. Uh <laughs> But I before I touch, she at least got by me. Hey, she got, hey, she got to buy me at the Call of Duty. <laughs> by the way, y'all should have bet against Kyler Murray last week. Call of Duty dropped last week. Uh, no. <laughs> but, study. Yeah, but uh, t- DeAndre Hopkins might make him study. Yeah, both of them, both, both of them on that milk yacht. That's all I got to say. But before I get on the 
the Kyrie stuff. Yeah, I know folks are mad about the rankings, like as Fred said, to shake itself out. The media keeps saying Alabama's going to lose the LSU because they got a quarterback at LSU that's like Teddy Bridgewater, scared the ball, throw the ball more than 10 yards. They call Death LSU's home games Death Valley. Well, the Alabama going to stare Death Valley in the eye, Death Valley's going to blink. I don't care if it's close or it's a blowout, as long as they get the win. And uh, But, like this whole Kyrie thing, right? The problem I have is that why are they making black folks the attack dogs here? Uh, you know why. Hmm. Yep. Don't they always do that? Yeah, because my thing is, I'm not in that space. I, I can't speak on that stuff wrong and stuff. And these people talk, well, they speak on black stuff. I like, I don't need white people coming to my defense. Just <laughs> being honest with you. Uh, and I, I just believe, like, one, there's a lot of lessons in this stuff. But at the same time, when the last okay. time we saw we'll a Jewish Jason Jews. Whitlock? <laughs> has, that, has anyone ever met a Jewish version of Jason Whitlock or Candace Owens? No, I don't think so. Yeah, they on cold. They, don't, they don't exist. They on cold. Yeah, I mean, and if they, if they do, they're probably comedians. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's their job to make fun of themselves. But And the problem well, is, is that people don't go all the way with it. But, uh, and mind you, many of them use white privilege to get their wealth, like Donald Sterling's birth name was Tokowitz. <laughs> you know? And he said he changed it to Sterling for financial gain. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I wish these players that be like, oh, they wrong. Ask them why we ain't get reparations and see what they say about that. But they get reparations for stuff that happened in U.S. soil. But I'm not saying with Kyrie, I'm not speaking on right or wrong on this stuff because I wasn't a group that was affected, I, allegedly. But I just hate the fact they try to use black people as attack dogs to be like, well, if they say stuff about us, we got to be fair. I'm like, fair is the place where they judge pigs. If it's not being fair, we'd be having economic empowerment like these other groups as well. Hey, but you don't. It's not new. So it's not a new concept, man. Who you think caught the slaves and put them on the boats on the west coast of Africa? It was other yeah, black people. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. that's what they do. You know, they came out with their little guns and told these dudes, "Go get some dudes. We give you some 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 money." That's just how it is, man. So nothing's changed. Shout out to Reggie Miller. <laughs> mm. Slave catcher. What happened? Where, oh, yeah. where you at, Tobias? Yeah, oh, dropped there oh, for okay. a second. But uh, I think they trying to get go. me, man. Hey, just like that yeah, clip got, I shared, they do say he got that milk. He got that milk woman in his lap. That's what it is. Hey, <laughs> like that clip I sent y'all. They, they do say Kanye gonna take us to the metaverse. <laughs> hey, <laughs> but, <laughs> but. <laughs> But here's the thing with this stuff, right? It shows a lot of lessons in that, uh, you know, I honestly, I don't care if someone's racist. Let my bigots be out there. And uh, and like with Kyrie, he didn't even say anything. He just posted a link. That Where's is that the smoke? craziest part. He literally he didn't, didn't say, say nothing. nothing. Yeah. Where's the smoke for Howard Stern and blackface? All these other people. Yep. But what they say to yeah. us? Well, y'all say the N word. We don't care about that. No. <laughs> but they. But every time we have a grievance, grievance, they try to dismiss it. Everybody else is like, "Oh my God, you gotta be caring and understanding." Okay. 
What about the caring understanding hey, yo, of my people are the poorest people? Did you see that clip I just put in the group chat where dude is on like the NBA show with Malika, the uh, the, uh, the rabbi, and he's crying and saying because of Kyrie's tweet, he's worried about the safety of his kids. Oh my God! Come on, man. Like, and that's probably, you know what though? They're <laughs> actually <laughs> repeat the stuff that got them seventy, eighty years ago with the propaganda in the media. Uh, if anybody peeked that out, I'll leave it at that. Malika let him get that off. She ain't telling me he was taking it too far. She let him get that off. Yep. And, well, yeah. Malika? Yeah. And like, no, and like, like a, I was about to say, I'm asking the wrong question about the wrong person. She be, she we don't even know who it is. You know what's crazy, though? These people, and it's propaganda right now. And uh, and Kyrie, is just, they, they're using him as, like, the face of it, even though the guy ain't say nothing. He ain't Jim. out there. Jim, it's Kyrie like he got New, more smoke. Kyrie said New York babies. Kyrie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> said New York babies. Come on, man. Yo. You know what, though? Uh, the media <laughs> and all these people got more smoke for Kyrie than the white guys in Charlottesville where they were sending that anti-Semitic stuff, if you notice. When they said the, uh, the fill in the blanks will not replace us. Right. Yep. And, uh, and they had all that smoke for Kyrie. And, cause look here. That's what I'm saying. My whole point is, where's the white right guy on? still black. Y'all know we we can't get out of line. Like, uh, like hey, we got to stop saying I, this like we're shocked about this. Like, we're hey, still black. They can get yeah. out of line. We can't get I out of line. I know you're the only black guy in your neighborhood, but I got a question <laughs> for y'all, man. Uh, you know, uh has anyone heard from the stick to sports people? I don't want no politics in my sports people lately. <laughs> nope. Yes, you noticed that, no, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, but like with Reggie Miller, they must have told Reggie Miller, hey, you want to be top 75 because we know you don't deserve to be in it. You better, you better run <laughs> when we tell you to run. <laughs> <laughs> You know what that is. You want to make the Hall of Fame, Reginald? You gonna do? We gonna jump when we tell you to jump, boy. You know. Reginald. <laughs> yeah, that's what they probably told him. And uh, you know, you know but Reggie heard it, Reggie heard Shaq and Chuck and was like, you know what? Y'all ain't go far enough. Hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, because how can you suspend someone who didn't say anything? And uh, but my last hold my slammer. <laughs> but my last thing is because I know you guys got things to do. My last thing, can we like with, with that Nick Young hieroglyphic tweet he said he wrote in Pig Latin? Uh, people, <laughs> just because a black male rapper got shot doing quote for lack of a better word nigga shit when they shouldn't been doing it, does not mean there's a violence problem with black America or black rappers because a lot of guys playing Call of Duty and Grand Theft Auto. And the fact that white males still commit more violent crimes than us. Most of our crimes are nonviolent drug offenses. I just hate how there's a discourse every time someone got shot doing what, and being where they shouldn't have been at in the first place. You know, yeah. and uh, that's all I got, guys. Hey, you guys, take it easy, man. And, Jimmy, you're going to start thanking me for these bets I've been getting you, man. The same, man. Hey, listen, I don't even be taking all your bets. Yeah, you need to stop acting like all your bets is winners, too, man, because you gave me a lot of sinkers, too, dog. 
<laughs> hey, man, hey, it's, it's, hey, but unlike Gus, you still got your house. <laughs> I knew it. I, I was waiting for it to come at Gus next. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, I'll give you your credit. You, 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 have been, you have been a lot more accurate than Gus. I'll give you that. You, <laughs> you definitely are better than Gus. <laughs> oh, man, Gus put some people Hey, man, well, hey, you guys take it easy, man. Gus broke up some marriages, I'm sure of it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. So before we get out of here, man, it's got to let y'all know what happened this date in sports history, which is brought to you by Sports the Book. Keep the title because it's an acronym. Sports. Can you spell? S-P-O-R-T-S. S. P-O-R-T-S. Smart people. Only read the sports. Some of y'all probably still don't get it. Anyway, it's written by War Room's own Jimmy the Blueprint. You can get your copy at warroomsports.com, sportstobook.com, amazon.com. Doesn't matter where you get it. Just make sure you get it. All right. November 3rd, 1999. That was the day the Los Angeles Lakers debuted in the Staples Center with a 103-88 win versus the Vancouver Grizzlies. Magic Johnson and the late Chick Hearn co-hosted a ceremony unveiling the Lakers' retired jerseys and championship banners in their new building. Um, and that's crazy because I know a lot of people in L.A. are salty that, you know, the naming rights have recently changed on that building and it's no longer called the Staples Center. They They did so much in the Staples Center, it's kind of like, even though it was one of the 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 buildings that was constructed under this naming rights era, even though my man uh, Jerry Buss started that, because people don't realize the Great Western Forum was the Great Western Bank. It just sounded hot because they were out on the West Coast, so people just thought that was the name of the building, but it was actually the name of a bank. But when, you know, back in the day you had that, you had, things like the Spectrum, and you had you still got Madison Square Garden, stuff that didn't have naming rights, people felt closer to that stuff because the name of their arenas and stadiums weren't changing every few years. Staples had that naming right deal for a long time, and they did so much in that building in pretty much a short period of time, people still look at it like it's one of those old-school arenas that had its own name, even though Staples is a company. So there's a lot of people mad about that, that it's not called the Staples Center anymore. But, yes, that's when it opened, November 3rd, 1999. So uh, we'd like to give this moment in, in sports history a big war room salute. Let's get the hell out of here, y'all. Phillies and Eagles up tonight. Word. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Stressful evening. Yo, man, shout out to everybody, man, for who joined us. Um, for those that got through, we appreciate you. I mean, salute to everybody who's rocked with us over all these years. Um, listen, catch great. us here next week. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So do me a favor and stay safe in your seat. And, you know, make sure to tune in at the, the right time. You can catch everything we do at the hub of warroomsports.com. Everything from our network, all of our social media, everything can be found at warroomsports.com, including my book, Sports the Book. That's also at warroomsports.com. But as we always say, don't accept mediocrity and be steadfast in the war against ignorance. We'll see you chumps on Till's Night. Now give me my theme music.
triple X. It's not down. Call it 323, smoking double 012. They be going and you sensitive, then oh well. Yeah. Physical podcast, the tough push. Showtime like magic in the block push. Looking alive, push one to join in. Rip your team or listen for your enjoyment. Hip-hop dollars, pit-stop knowledge Should be in sports credits, I ain't talking college Five guys, no beef though Corporate secrets, but the streets know Bellafani, I got a G-flow KC, royalty, I'm in beast mode Two hours, get your game up Who's the best in sports cast, you better name us www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it.